you're visiting with us and have looked at the order of worship and saying the sermon title is Know Your Bible Sunday, you may be asking, what in the world is Know Your Bible Sunday? What kind of sermon topic is that? Well, it's not exactly a sermon topic. We're taking care of some family business today. We do this once a year. We take time and talk about our TV ministry here and update the members on what's happening, what's uh, happened in the last year, and what the future looks like. And we ask our members here for another year of support uh, for that program. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, If you have been here very long, you probably know how the program works. If you don't know how the program works, uh, hopefully you picked up one of the annual reports on your way in. and It gives you a pretty good summary of... Uh, what the philosophy of the program is and how it operates and where it goes and all of that. So I'll leave all those details to you to read about exactly how it works. Uh, I think it's important every year to remind ourselves of why it works, however. Uh, Sometimes we may get to thinking that, uh, uh, that this TV program has some special power and the way we do it so wonderfully and all that means something. Uh, no, why it works is because we're doing what God said to do in the parable of the sower. Uh, It was just read to you, the last part of that story. Uh, The first part of it is pretty interesting. Jesus taught people in parables. And he stood up and told them this story that everybody recognized. A farmer goes out and broadcasts the seed, just, just throws the seed out. That's the way they did it in that day. And some of it landed on the path and didn't grow at all, and some of it landed in rocky soil, and some of it landed in thorny soil, and some of it landed in good soil and grew real well. And that was the story. And when he got done, everybody looked at each other and said, well, yeah, that's the way it works. That's the way farming is. And his apostles got him and said, what did that mean? And Jesus said, you don't get this one. (laughs) This one's easy. Uh, The seed is is the Word of God. Well, throw the Word of God out there. Sow it, broadcast it, and some of it will not do anything. uh, There's different kinds of people, he said. And some of them will hear it and it won't bother them at all. Just bounce off. And some of them will hear it and think that really sounds good, but they really don't understand and the world will come in and choke it out. And all. But he said there's some good soil out there. And when the seed, the word gets sown to good soil, it'll take root and good things will happen. That person will come into the kingdom of God. And then from them, their family maybe, he's talking about the physical family, may for generations be in the kingdom. That's the way Jesus explained it. So the why Know Your Bible works is because we're doing what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to sow the seed. And a TV ministry sows it differently than many other ways. It really truly broadcasts it. And it goes into homes that people don't turn the TV on. It goes into homes where they turn the TV on. And they think, well, that's kind of interesting. And they enjoy some of the answers, but they never really get it. But there's a lot of good soil out there that we've found over 27 years. 
So it works because we're sowing the seed. And after we sow the seed, what we do is believe Isaiah 55.11. Isaiah 55.11, God makes a promise. And part of it's familiar a few verses before. God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Then he says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty. But will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So he's telling us he thinks differently than we do. We might try to analyze the TV program. We might try to target the markets. We might try to figure out what the return rate is and and what percentage of good soil there and figure all that out. And God says, I don't think that way. He said, if my word goes out, I will make it do what I want it to do. It won't come back empty. It won't come back void. So we sow it like he says to do, and then we just trust Isaiah 55, 11, that God will get it to the good soil, that the right people will turn on their TV, that the right people will pay attention. We just trust him to handle that. And for over 27 years, he has shown us story after story where it goes places that we could have never figured out. But he figures it out. On the back of your handouts, there are just a smattering of different results that happen because we sow the word through Know Your Bible. I said, first of all, it gets people studying the Bible. That's a good thing. That's never a bad thing to get people to studying the Bible. And we've got... Hundreds and hundreds of people that have gone through the courses or are taking the courses, they're learning to study the Bible. Number two, I said people gain a respect for who the folks in the churches of Christ are, that we have this restoration mentality, that we think you ought to study the Bible and let it tell you what to do. Over the years, I've seen numbers of examples of that where people understand that concept and respond to it. We talk a lot about baptisms, but we don't talk much about some of the restorations that happen because of Know Your Bible. I've had people come to my office from other towns and tell me a story that, you know, we had a falling out at the church there in that town. And things got crooked between us, and we never went back. But we kept watching Know Your Bible. And one of a couple told me after years, we, we finally realized the teaching on Know Your Bible, we ought to be part of the local assembly. We ought to be back with the brethren. We want to know how to do that. How do we go about that? There's good soil out there of all kinds. And thirdly, of course, I said that sometimes people do understand the New Testament teaching on baptism and obey it. Uh, I can point to a number in this audience that are here because of that. Uh, every place that Bill or I go to visit, somebody will come up to us and say, I'm a Christian here because of Know Your Bible. 
And a lot of times we don't even know about it. Uh, this year I had an example. I got a letter from a gentleman who lives in Springfield, Missouri, and he said he questioned one of our teachings. So he went to a small Church of Christ building near him and attended services there and asked the preacher if they could talk about this subject. And the preacher was very gracious and spent a couple hours with him studying this topic. Uh, the fellow wrote me this big, long letter about how nice the guy was and how I didn't convince him. He, he still thought we were wrong on this. But he was impressed with the whole episode. And so I thought I'd write to that preacher and tell him thank you. So I started Googling around to find his address and all that. And I found an article in their bulletin about somebody else that he had baptized. That just showed up because they'd watched Know Your Bible and went to that little church and fellow studied with him. I've never heard of that. There lots of that out there where we don't know the results that were happening, but they're happening. All right. I mentioned in the handout some changes. We had a big change this year where the Bill Oakley retired from the program after being on it for over 27 years. Uh, we're still getting calls and letters, Bill. Every week somebody calls in and wants to know, where's Bill? What happened to Bill? Uh, we tell them you're just off having fun and enjoying things. But uh, uh, they do miss you, and we get uh, letters of the, the, the same kind saying that uh, they wish you well. Uh, some people have asked me if we're going to replace Bill. Who's, who's going to step in there? Well, everybody knows that's, he's irreplaceable, uh, so we just didn't. Uh, <laughs> actually, we decided we, we'll just try two for a while. Uh, we've always had three, but no reason you've got to have three, I guess. The original Know Your Bible, in fact, the one we copied from San Diego, just had one question answer. So uh, we just, I decided that Toby and I would try it for a while and see how it went. We've gotten some positive feedback, and uh, we'll see how it goes in the future. But we can always add somebody if we, we deem it necessary. Uh, speaking of the future, uh, there's a lot of things that we could do and need to do. With Know Where Your Bible, uh, a lot of things that we could do to improve it, and I look forward to spending more time on that sometime. Uh, that's the kind of dream and vision I have for uh, a semi-retirement, is spending a lot more time on Know Your Bible. Uh, the Internet uh, is already becoming more and more of a, a factor. We used to get all everything by phone calls, and now we get fewer phone calls. Uh, because we put the website up there too, and a lot of people either ask questions or sign up for the correspondence course over the internet. Uh, we get more and more of that, and we ought to get more and more interactive. Uh, we ought to have more ways uh, to leverage that tool. Uh, I have a dream that we ought to provide Know Your Bible teaching materials. Uh, I think there's a void in the Brotherhood uh, for good teaching materials. Uh, most of the tracts and pamphlets and things that you see around are, are 50 years old. Uh, they were written decades ago, and they've got decades-old examples in them and, and all that. I think there's a huge need there. And I think Know Your Bible is kind of a unique, uh, I know it's a unique, uh, has a unique reputation, uh, both for solid teaching uh, and for clear teaching. And I think we ought to step in and provide both digital and printed teaching materials for the Brotherhood. I think it's a big need. Uh, finances in the future, we're going to have to do something a little bit different probably. Uh, have to change a few things. We were 
about 30000 or so short last year on income expenses over income, and we're about that short again this year. Uh, we had a little reserve built up, and it's probably going to go away this year. So uh, we'll either have to start cutting some things back or find some other income. Uh, we need to increase the income some. Uh, just one story about that. South Dakota, I think, is a great example of what Know Your Bible does in a real mission field. Uh, almost two years ago, we started uh, broadcasting in South Dakota, a very small mission church there in Sioux Falls, uh, and we funded everything. We took it as a complete mission work, uh, except they handle the local cost of 800 numbers and courses and mailings and all that. Uh, but we handle all the airtime. That was a pretty good bit of money. Uh, and after about a year, I saw that we were using up our reserve some. So I told them uh, that we'd like to keep it on there, but things were getting tight. And if they could see their way clear to help us with the airtime up there, uh, we'd be happy to keep it on for another year. Uh, they called and said they'd had a meeting and decided uh, to send us $10,000. Very small church. Uh, but they understand what Know Your Bible's doing up there. It's going into homes uh, that they would never get into. They've got visitors coming to church that they never would have gotten them there, uh, and they've baptized people already. Uh, so they're, they're thrilled with what it's doing in that really, really mission field. Let me talk just a little bit about money. I said we were going to ask you to support another year. Let me... And we've got a solid core of folks that would do that whether I get up here and say anything or not. In fact, we've got folks that don't make pledges anymore. They don't fill out the uh, the form because they just expect that we have ESP and know that they're going to keep giving, I guess. Uh, and they do keep giving. So we've got that core that's a solid bunch of folks, and a lot of them have been doing it since 1986, well, let me just propose something to some of you that don't give right now. Uh, maybe just have never thought of it. It says on the handout that we get into a household for about 25 cents. Uh, actually, if you give me a quarter, we can get Know Your Bible into a household and I can give you some change. Uh, it's probably closer to 17 or 18 cents per household. We don't have an exact number. But that's a half hour of teaching in a household. And that's people that turn the TV on and watch. Well, that's not every household that's possible. That's folks that are really watching. So for less than a quarter, uh, we're giving a household, and usually there's more than one folk person watching, uh, some good, solid, biblical teaching and exposure to the Bible. That's a pretty good buy, folks. Uh, I'm not sure how you beat that anyway. That is a real good investment. So I got to think about that. I thought, okay, for a dollar... You can get into four households, probably five really, but at least at least four households, a dollar a week. That's $50 a year. For $50 a year, you can put Know Your Bible in four households every week. I don't know where you can get a better deal. And after I thought about how little that is to reach some folks that may be good soil, in fact, if Jesus' percentages are right, out of those four, one household is going to be good soil. Uh, the others may be the other three kinds. But that's a pretty good bargain, I'm thinking. 
Uh, my, and my first thought about that was, okay, the number of family units that we have here at Northside, if you just multiply that times 50, if every family unit would give $50 a year, a dollar a week, that'd be a pretty good number. And then, as I'm wont to do, I kept thinking and thought, you know, a dollar a week for a household is kind of miserly. You know, uh, every person in a household could afford a dollar a week. Yeah, I mean, kids, kids get that much allowance. And if they don't, you can give it to them. You know, give them an extra dollar a week and teach them to give. Uh, get kids involved in this. We've got a little form in here that uh, you've got to fill out. You may have to want to pick some extra. Every person in a family could fill out one of these. That'd be good training. Uh, and there's no reason it couldn't. I don't think there's a family in here that couldn't manage a dollar a week. Hardly a person in here couldn't manage a dollar a week. Uh, now, many obviously give much more, and we, we need that. We need that to continue. We need it to be increased. But my thought is, if everybody did something, that'd make a huge difference. Uh, so I guess that's my challenge this year, is, is, is think through it. This program has such uh, a great results. It has such great potential, and we need it funded a little more. If everybody just did something. Now, on your little form, I didn't notice till I, we did it. We, always, we start with $10 a week. Uh, write in a dollar a week if you want to. Write in $2 a week. Write anything you want. Uh, but if you just do something as a family or as individuals, it'll make a huge difference in us being able to keep this on the air. It'll also make a huge difference in your life. If you learn to give, if it helps you learn stewardship and you, you start to see the results that we talk about every year, you'll be a part of that. Uh, it's going to make a difference in heaven, too. You know, if you contribute to this, I, I don't know how else to put it, you're going to be famous in heaven. Yeah, there are going to be people coming from all over to find the people who put on Know Your Bible. Because that's how they became Christians. It's going to be astounding, I think, how many that we don't ever know of that came to Christ because of Know Your Bible. They'll probably look up me and Bill and Toby first, you know, because they'll recognize us, maybe. I don't know exactly what we'll look like. Bill, you might look about 50 like you did when you started, which is pretty much what you look like now, but it hasn't changed much. I'll probably look like I'm in my 30s like I did when I started I don't know what we'll look like, but if they come to us first, I'm going to point them to you guys. I'm going to say, go, no, go find some Northsiders that, that contributed to Know Your Bible because they're the ones that broadcast the seed. Some of us may be a little more visible, but the, the people that provide the funding are the ones that are sowing the seed. So you'll get recognized in heaven. There's going to be a lot of people looking for you. One little thing I want to add, I put down at the bottom of the commitment form a little box that we've never had there before. And you can check that if you're interested in learning about how to make Know Your Bible part of your legacy uh, through your will or your estate, something like that. We've never done anything like that. Uh, but I noticed that every 
television ministry, every Christian school, every Christian organization that puts out a newsletter, they, they do a lot of that. They're heavy on that. Uh, and I got to think about that, and I thought, well, there's no reason that we shouldn't educate people. If somebody is interested in doing that, I know some folks that could help you figure out how to do that. Uh, and if you check that box, I'll make sure that we get you together and uh, make sure that possibly uh, we could put a stable foundation there where Know Your Bible could be funded for years in the future. So if you're interested in that, let me know, and we'll get somebody to talk to you. Uh, whatever you decide to give, and some of you may be sitting there thinking, well, he wants us to do something as a family. Uh, the kids have heard that, so now I've got to think about how to explain it to them, and maybe we want to do that, and maybe we don't think we can afford it. And all that. Whatever you decide to give, since this whole thing is based on trusting God, uh, you need to trust God to do one more thing. And he says he'll do it in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 6, he starts out and he says, Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will reap generously. Each man should give what he's decided in his heart to give. Not reluctantly, under compulsion. God loves a cheerful giver. And here's the promise. God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. What that promise is, is if you don't see how you can give $50 a year, God says, I'll handle it. Now think about that. Do you believe that God can handle a dollar a week? I believe God can handle a dollar a week. If you believe that, it's just not much of a leap of faith to believe that he can handle quite a bit more than that. In fact, as you go up and get to thinking, can he handle that? You'll keep saying yes. And when you finally get to your limit, Paul says he can do more than you imagine. He can do more than you can possibly imagine. That's his promise. That's why I know your Bible's here. Uh, We had some men back in 1986 that said, that is a huge number that we need and we don't have it. But God said, if You give, he'll make all grace abound so that you can do every good work. How many good works has Northside tackled in the last 27 years? Humongous. And he's made it available. That's a promise that he will give it to you. Let me close by talking about, just telling you a story about a man named Dennis. Uh, I visited another congregation in the area a few months ago and Talked about Know Your Bible briefly, and uh, afterwards a gentleman came up to me, a member of the congregation, and he said, I know that Know Your Bible works. I said, oh yeah, how's that? He said, well, he said, let me tell you, he said, this guy I know, Dennis, he works at this place that I call on, I'm a salesman, and I've called on him for years, and he's baptized recently. So I put the whole story together, I do a little research, and here's what happened. This is how things happen in the spiritual world. Back in 2009, uh, this fellow Dennis was watching Know Your Bible. I don't know how long he had been watching it, but he signed up for the Bible correspondence courses. Somebody took his phone call, wrote his name down, we sent him a course. 
Somebody got assigned as grader. Actually, Cheryl Lahari got assigned as his grader. She graded all five courses for him in 2009. He finished the last course. We didn't hear anything more from him. This Christian kept visiting him at his place of work. Didn't know he had any interest in Christianity. But this fellow lived a good example before him, obviously. The end of 2012, Dennis's wife passed away, and this Christian brother showed up at the funeral to express his condolences and express his sorrow to Dennis. Dennis didn't know where this guy went to church, but a couple of weeks later he showed up at the Church of Christ in this town. And Dennis saw him, and was kind of, or the Christian saw him, and was kind of shocked to see Dennis there, and went up and talked to him, and he explained to him. He said, I've been watching this program, Know Your Bible. And I studied all their courses, and I just, I know I need to be baptized. And the folks there told me, just go to the closest church of Christ, and they'll help me. He said, I need to be baptized. The Christian brother took care of it. Uh, that was almost, it's not quite a year ago, and Dennis has been a faithful attender, servant, getting involved and, and working there. We didn't know any of that was happening. But in the spiritual world, God was making sure that his word did not return void. Our job is to sow it. I'm asking you to help us sow it for one more year. If you do that, God will give the harvest. Uh, Dennis was a little different kind of soil. He needed a little plowing and a little watering for a few years. But he was good soil. And the seed had been sown into that good soil. The lesson is yours. If you're here this morning and need to respond in any way, we'd be happy to help you uh, put Christ on in baptism and become part of that great kingdom. If you have other public needs, we're going to invite you to come right now. Let's stand and sing.